Stay tuned now for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinkater, and Kathy Enderbrock. Today they're talking about Corinth. We are in studio today. This is Evelyn broadcasting today from today's Christian Talk 1120, the bridge in the beautiful city of Austin, Texas. And we're excited to be here today because God is working as we lead and live with love across Texas and across our nation. It's a special day, too, because uh, you've got the three love ladies in the studio. Good morning, Miss Carrie. Good morning, Miss Evelyn. It is so great to see you today, and we are so blessed. We have our beautiful friend, Miss Kathy Enderbrock, in studio today. Hooray for Kathy. <laughs> I am loving being in studio with my friends, and we're going to be talking about the thrill of Corinth making friends. Yay. Yeah, so <laughs> last time we talked, we talked a little bit about Athens and the thrill of making connection. And this is the amazing thing that happens when you make a commitment to making connection. You make friends. So it's good to be amongst friends today and listening friends to be with you as well as we start talking about making friends. Well, you know, the summer's just about gone, and um, uh, we're ready for fall, and a lot <laughs> of things are happening. And as we look toward our schedule this month, Kathy and Carrie, it's going to be full time because we're preparing for a number of things. We're preparing for the Franklin Graham thing, which will be here on October 16th here in Austin, and then for the big thing that we're going to be doing up in Washington, D.C. And so, and besides that, in the meantime, uh, Jim Campola is coming to Austin, and we're having a big rally in Austin. So uh, we got a lot going on. How about you, Miss Carrie? Wow. Miss Evelyn, you never cease to amaze me. It's all, it's, it's, with you, it is always one thing right after the other, which is amazing. I love it. That was the only true except in children. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had two okay. boys. <laughs> and, uh, you know, no girls. And, that's okay. That's okay. You and know. that's why I look at Miss Kathy and just smile because she has three beautiful daughters. And you've got a gorgeous daughter. And, and I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the best of both worlds, right? I've got one of each. So that, that makes it really fun. Well, you know, the, the kids are doing great. Um, it's uh, Cousin Camp coming up uh, here pretty soon. They're going to go visit both sides of the family and go to Cousin and, and Grandpa and Aunt uncle camp you know they love it they've been away from home um more than usual really? this well, they're growing up they are they are and i i asked them you know before we scheduled all this i said are y'all sure you don't just want some chill time at home nope <laughs> they were very quick um they love their family which i'm so grateful for um it's allowed me some time to go to work with the hubby and uh and and help him out in his business. So that's been really good as well. Well, you know, that's good, too, because uh, it makes you really appreciate the time that you do have with them. Mm-hmm. And once they get in high school or they, last year, junior high, it's just like a zipper. They're zip here and they're gone tomorrow. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Kathy, what about you? I know you've had a whirlwind of activity it here is, in Texas. It has been such an incredible summer. Definitely our most busy summer ever. And you know how the kids sometimes they'll say, I'm bored. I have not heard that once this summer. And I tell you, as a matter of fact, sometimes I think, oh, I wish I could say I'm bored. I wish I would have, like, a (laughs) bored moment where nothing is happening and nothing is going on, and I don't have to worry about checking the schedule to see what's on tomorrow. But, you know, all amazing things that we've gotten to do. And and we did get to go to Greece this summer and see all of these New Testament cities of um, Athens and Corinth and Ephesus and the island of 
Patmos. And I'm so excited to share with our listeners and, and kind of talk about everything that I learned and and discovered in Scripture, you know, passages that I'd never, that I had seen before, but I'd never really understood with the, the depth of understanding of actually being there and standing where Paul had stood and, and being there and, and standing where John, the Apostle John, had stood. So I'm excited about that. And our girls are enjoying their time in Texas and getting to see all their family and friends and just, oh my gosh, we have, we are going to Chewy's like two times while we're here in the two weeks that we're here and hitting all of our favorite spots. And we wanted to go get a hamburger at BB's in Georgetown, but their, their new place isn't opened yet. Mm-mm. Oh. No. Well, go to Mighty Fine. They're all, all love <laughs> Mighty Fine. That's true. Mighty Fine. And I, the, they are one of our strong supporters for National Day of Prayer. And so we, when we go for a hamburger, he likes inside, outside, or something, whichever. But I like Mighty Fine. So, <laughs> anyway. But we are excited that you're with us, Kathy. And we do. We want to get right on into what we want to talk about today. But Carrie? Yes. What do you think? Well, I tell you what, it's exciting that, that Kathy has has given us this opportunity. Let Listeners, before Kathy sets this up, let us give you our key verse for today. Do not be afraid. Keep on speaking. Do not be silent, for I am with you, and no one is going to attack and harm you, because I have many people in this city. Acts 10, verses 9 and 10 Okay, friends, stay put. Don't be afraid. I have friends here. That's what the Lord is saying, and uh, that's what Paul is saying. Kathy, set all this up for us. Well, you know, up to this point, Paul had seen so many incredible things happen um, in his journey. I mean, just incredible um, miracles by the Holy Spirit, just people, lives transformed and people healed, And um, but he had also experienced a lot of pretty horrible things where he had been stoned and left for dead and beaten with rods and chased out of cities. And so when he comes here to Corinth, he's just left Athens and he had told Timothy and Silas to catch up with him in Athens. Well, they never made it to Athens. So Paul went on to Corinth after some incredible um, experiences in Athens And still, Timothy and Silas were not in Corinth. And so the very first thing that the Lord did was he had Paul meet Aquila and Priscilla. Mm -hmm. And these two individuals were to become fast friends for Paul. And uh, they were tent makers, like Paul was a tent maker. And the thing that is just amazing to me is when we went to Corinth, we had these uh, tour guides. Now, these tour guides, you have to actually have a degree uh, to be able to be a tour guide. It is a four-year degree. These these guys know all the history of ancient Greece, um, the political climate, the, the history and myths of the gods, everything. And what amazed me time and time again is that they rely on the Bible as a historical document Mm -hmm. because it's proven to be true over and over and over again. And I thought, that's amazing that God's word has proven to be true to these archaeologists and these, um, these, these tour guides as they're studying in, and from a scientific and historical perspective, 
How much more so does God's word prove to be true over and over in our lives and the promises that he gives us? And so we're going to walk through with Paul and see all these amazing things, amazing things that happened in Corinth and how God's word has proved to be true, uh, not just from a historical perspective, but in the lives of his followers, his disciples, those who have uh, chosen to follow his son, Jesus Christ. Well, you know, Paul was, uh, he was pretty bad shape when he got there. He'd been stoned and all these horrible things that had happened to him. But you know how to, it's exciting that immediately what did God provide? He provided a friend, two friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aquila and Priscilla, will actually see it other parts in the New Testament they would put their life on the line for Paul. And Aquila and Priscilla actually are the most mentioned couple in the entire New Testament. They're mentioned like seven times. And they became pivotal for uh, the New Testament church. And we actually see evidence that they were in uh, Jerusalem during the Pentecost. Mm -hmm. That is when the Lord poured out his Holy Spirit. And we see thousands, thousands um, accepting Christ. Um, And we we say that. And again, the archaeologists and the tour guides walked us through this because all of the dates work together where um, the, the Jews got uh, chased out of Jerusalem, and so they fled. Uh, Aquila and Priscilla fled to Rome, and then during the reign of Claudius, and I'm trying to find this in my notes. Claudius, uh, beginning right around uh, 49 A.D., he basically said, "All of the Christians I want exiled out mm-hmm. of Rome. Get them out of here." And so when we open up Acts and see um, Paul meeting Aquila and Priscilla for the first time, it says they've just come from Italy. So they were Christians that got chased out or exiled from Rome, and they came to Corinth. And the reason they came to Corinth is there are these things called the Isthmian Games. And so people from all over Greece would come to these. They happened every two years. And so they would have been... um, preparing for the Isthmian Games when Paul came right around in 51, 52 A.D. And so everybody needed tents. Everybody needed tents because, you know, they, they it's not like they have temporaries. Yes, temporary um, kind of homesteads. And so they were so busy uh, making tents. Paul didn't have to go look for work. Work was coming to him. Work was knocking on his door. So we see all these things from the historical perspective that begin tying together to just you know, show us that all of these things are true. They did happen. And they actually pulled out a historical document that was discovered in Delphi that identifies Gallio as a proconsul of uh, Achaia. And and because Corinth was like the head of that region, Mm -hmm. Gallio would have presided in Corinth. And we're going to see when we come back in our future sections that it mentions Gallio as one, as the proconsul that Paul was, you know, taken in front of by the head of the synagogue uh, because they weren't too happy with him and they wanted a little Gallio. bit <laughs> yes. They wanted Gallio to chase Paul out of the city and exile him from Corinth. And we're going to see what what happens with that. We, we need to take our break. Let's see that. We come back. We go, We do want to look and see how necessary friends really are to you if you are serving the Lord Jesus. And how Paul, how God blessed him with the leaders. Because one of the things that Jesus said is, don't stay in Jerusalem. Get out of town. Go to work. 
make new friends. And that's what Paul did so well. Stay with us for Love Talk right after this. Hi, this is John Codner. You know, every day we're constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Well, isn't it time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answer is yes, then you need the Good News Journal published by our very own Evelyn Davison. With a healthy dose of happiness, hope, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed for free at hundreds of locations throughout Central Texas, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, H-E-B, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, and churches. And did we say that it's free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call 512-249-6535. That's the Good News Journal, an inspirational patriotic journal published quarterly to bring you the Lord's good news. The Good News Journal, 512-249-6535. And you can also read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Hi, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with. You know, the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality. And it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder, how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Let's return now for more Love Talk with your host, Evelyn Davison, Kathy Enderbrock, and Carrie Brinkater. Today, the subject is Corinth. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You're here on 1120 AM, The Bridge, and you are with the love, ladies. I am Coach Carrie Brinkater, and you are here in studio today with the wonderful Miss Evelyn Davison and and our love lady friend, Miss Kathy Enderbrock, who has had grand adventures this summer visiting... Um, Athens and Corinth and Ephesus and the island of Patmos. And she has graciously um, put together all these amazing programs for us. Today we're talking about how Paul just left Athens. And remember, listeners, he had just left Athens where he was um, ministering and speaking to the Epicureans who um, were about, you know, eat, drink, and be merry. And, <laughs> Party uh, town. That's right. And he mm. was with the Stoics who were kind of the opposite of that and, you know, wanting to be one with nature, um, but very philosophical, very logical, a lot of debate going on, a kind of a lot of headiness going on in, in Athens. And now he's moved over to Corinth, a port town where there's 
There's a lot going on in this pretty part rough of town. Characters. Some, from pretty rough characters, a lot of sorcery, witchcraft. Um, and so Paul, again, is kind of having to be all things to all people while delivering the message of Jesus Christ. He's without his buddies, as I like to say, his mates. He's without his mates. Um, they they never showed up in um, in in Athens, and so he has been on a journey without any friends really for quite a while. So Kathy, he gets to Corinth, and God provides this wonderful couple, wonderful people, you know. And I, I we're gonna get to kind of some stories, personal stories here in a little bit. But I just think back to times when I, maybe you move into a, a new place and, and you meet those first people or you go to school and you, and you meet that friend and you just have an instant connection, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so Paul meets Priscilla and Aquila, fellow tent makers, so they already had something in common, and they were busy getting ready for the games, the, <laughs> the Isthmian games, which is, Surprisingly enough, a, com- uh, a combination of music competitions and athletic competitions. Mm-hmm. And so you find, uh, and it was kind of a, I guess, a celebration of carnival. Poseidon. It was kind of a carnival <laughs> of, of Poseidon, the god of the sea. And, and these games happened every two years, and, and Paul shows up on the scene. We'll see. I mean, because this was a port town, so the water was very important to them. So, yeah, Poseidon was kind of their main god. And as we walked through these different cities, you know, we just came from Athens, and Athena was their primary god here in Corinth. It was Poseidon. Um, next week when we get on to Ephesus, it's going to be Artemis. And so, mm. you know, each of these little cities has kind of claimed their their main god. And um but, again, like you said, Corinth was like this party town because, as you can imagine, the ships are coming in and going out. There's that transient population. In the history of Corinth, um, about two centuries earlier, the entire city had been wiped out in one day because they stood against the emperor. Mm-hmm. And so they truly did have this philosophy of live for today because tomorrow might wow. not get here. Because in the history of their city, their city had literally ceased to exist in a single day. Wow. And then it was later rebuilt and repopulated because as a port town, it was so important to the trade. Um, so Paul is stepping into this. And what I love is when we are introduced to this, to Paul visiting Corinth in Acts 18. So you can go to your New Testament, turn over to Acts chapter 18. It says, after Paul left Athens, he went to Corinth. And the very next line is he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, recently um, come from Italy with his wife Priscilla. And because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to leave Rome. And that, again, as we had talked in our first segment, is substantiated in the timeline by history. They had all gotten kicked out of Rome. And the neat thing that I love here is that Aquila and Priscilla invite Paul to come and stay with them. Mm -hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah, hospitality is very valuable. Yep. And, yeah. you know, I think the difference that when, when we're going out and making friends, and, I, you know, I really want us to share some stories about the impacts that friends have made in, in our lives. And one thing that we can always look back and see and something that we can always trust for the future is that God organizes the timing. Mm-hmm. And friends can be helpers. They can, they can. We, what Evelyn, you say, helpers and hopers. You yes. know, helpers they, and hopers. They can, Some ropers here in the country. <laughs> 
And um, so I love that we can always trust God for the timing in these friendships. And we see it over and over again. And we see it here in this st- story of Corinth. And we can we can trust God for timing not only of the the time in our life where we need a friend during that one maybe critical period or that change season that we're going to, but also different lengths of time. Some friends we have for a moment, and they have a huge impact in our life in that moment. Some friends we have for a season, and there's a very specific purpose that we have them for that specific season. And then others we have for a lifetime through the trials and through the joys of life. And, um, I mean, ladies, I would really like us to share when we look at these principles of of friends for a moment or a season or a lifetime that we can trust God for. Have you had friends like that in your life? Well, I, I can say lifetime since I'm the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long uh, lifetime. And I, I really thought about this a lot yesterday and uh, I think probably one of the longest friends I have is Jean Bender, who is the manager and owner of this station. Uh, we go, I, we will celebrate 33 years of Love Talk in October, started with another station, with a whole new group of other people, and, um, and that station was sold. And those were the years of Olin Mirren, who passed away just recently, uh, Paul Pryor, some of the big guns when, talk first started in the city of Austin and through God organizing things and he does and he does it for timing uh, I was able to come back and and do radio and I had grown up in radio my dad had a radio station so it didn't match real well uh, for what I was doing at that time but through the years we've just gone from one station to the other and I have to tell you Jean and Gail Bender are two of my longest sweetest friends in this city and I want to give them honor today. Oh, wow. I love that. love that. You know, I've had friends for a season several times in my life that have, um, because Ashley and I moved around quite a bit with my coaching, you know, uh, we're just out of graduate school and we moved to Kingsville, Texas. This is down um, almost to the border of Mexico. And um, I'm at Texas a and Kingsville. We, we moved there knowing not not no one except for the head women's basketball coach because I was going there to be the assistant. And we visit a church and all of a sudden these couples take us in. Oh, how You sweet. know, couples that are now that we look back and they were probably our age now, right? In their forties and mm. same thing happened when we moved to Blinn. We go to Blinn, I take my first head coaching job. We are babies. I am twenty we are twenty four years old. We know nothing. Right? We know literally nothing. And we we go to this little country church right outside of Brenham in uh-huh. Independence, Texas, which was not far oh, from our that. house. And um about four or five couples took us in. They loved us. Um, they loved on my team. They adopted the girls on the team as their, you know, kind of surrogate daughters. They adopted us. They would have us for dinner. They would have my team for dinner. And they just loved us. And I and, and there was nobody even close to our age in this church. You know, we were in our 20s, and there was nobody even close to our age. They just took us in. And I think about that time so fondly. Um, We were able to get together with a few of those couples not too long ago, and I I just think about that time so fondly, and I think about what am I doing now to give, to, 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 to kind of reciprocate, 
Who can I take in? Who can I love on that needs that? What young couple is out there that just, you know, need that might just need a dinner, you know, and somebody to sit down and talk. But these couples weren't looking for anything. They just took us in. They just loved us. Kathy, they just loved us, Miss Evelyn, with no strings mm-hmm. attached. And it's exactly what we needed at that time. And that's what we need to do today. Uh, we look back on that time in our lives, that season in our lives, so fondly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, was, it, was, it was great. It was wonderful. You know, that's not only true in the area of friendships, uh, in social life, but it's true also in the working world. And, and that's why I feel I am really blessed today by you two gals because... You know, when you, one of the things that becomes a heavy burden as you begin to age is, what am I doing to help those who come behind me? And so I'm the greatest blessed lady, old lady in the world that I have you two young ladies and we have this wonderful opportunity to talk about how it is we do develop things. And I know God, he organizes the time framing he does. Absolutely. Now, Kathy, what about you? Uh, What about a special friendship you have? Okay. Well, so, so that, let's see, you did the lifetime, you did the season. Okay. So that leaves me to do the moment. And, you know, I have these. You are a moment person. (laughs) In the moment, I I think that's so important to be aware of what is going on around us. And I, I remember the very first time I ever did anything that I would call kind of semi political. I had a girlfriend who was uh, running for a mayoral position, and uh, she's just this dynamic, amazing woman. And on voting day, uh, she needed a bunch of friends to go out and actually hold signs like saying, Mm -hmm. hey, go and vote. Like, today's the mayoral vote. Your vote counts. And, you know, vote for this gal. She's amazing. And I thought, I have no idea what I am doing, and I feel weird, and, you know, like, oh, my gosh, what is this going to be like? And so I thought, okay, just get in the car and go where you need to go. It'll be good. You know, how hard can it be? You're holding a sign, waving and smiling. And um, I get there, and there was this other gal there, and she gave me a big hug when I got there. And just for a day, I had this amazing friend, and she she helped me understand that politics is – it wasn't like this horrible, ugly thing. It was like the way that our country mm-hmm. works. Like it was – the, the way that, that democracy, how beautiful democracy is, and, you know, because I always think of standing and holding a sign as being an ugly protester type of thing. <laughs> right. But we were smiling and laughing and waving at people and thanking them, and um, it was awesome. And, and that was my friend for the moment who really opened my mm-hmm. eyes to how beautiful our um, democratic system is and that politics does not have to be a dirty word. Wow, that's awesome. Well, listeners, we do have to take our break. We would love for you to stay with us through the break as we continue to talk about making friends, the thrill of making friends. We'll be back right after these messages. you want on the world of culture, the world of entertainment, the world of finances, information you need for your world. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. 
Ellison Salazar Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialist, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Another segment of Love Talk right now with the three love ladies, Evelyn Davison, Kathy Endebrock, and Carrie Brinkater. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You are here with the love ladies, and this is Love Talk. And we are talking about friends today. Imagine that. Um, Kathy Endebrock, our good friend, has uh, gone on a journey this summer and was visiting Corinth. And Paul, when he got to Corinth, he met two good friends, Priscilla and Aquila. And friends come into our life many times for a moment. Sometimes they come for a season of our life. 
And then, of course, we have probably just a handful of friends that you can count that are your friends for life no matter what. And friends are meant for our mutual good. And the key word there is mutual good. So, (laughs) you know, sometimes we think, okay, friends are are to make me happy. Friends are for my, to provide for me. Friends are about me. But God really intends these relationships for our mutual good that we serve them and they serve us. We love them. They love us. And that is when something beautiful happens, Mm -hmm. when we do look at this truly as a friendship, a mutual relationship that we, um, that we step into. And, and I love how um, God really draws out here um, in Acts. And I'm going to go to chapter 18, verses 9 through 11. And we mentioned this in our very first segment. You know, I always wonder sometimes, well, what is Paul thinking? I mean, here Paul is in Corinth. It's like this party town and everyone is frantically busy getting ready for the Isthmian Games. And on his very first day in the city, he meets these two amazing people that invite him in. Everything's got to be like awesome for Paul. And yet we know that his heart must have been kind of troubled or uneasy Because it says very specifically, Jesus came and spoke to Paul. And we know, like, Jesus always speaks to our needs, right? He knows where we're at. Mm -hmm. He meets us in our need. He is our, like, ultimate friend. And um, so one night it says, um, the Lord spoke to Paul. And it Mm -hmm. says, do not be afraid. Hmm, So there must have been some fear there because God is telling him, do not be afraid. Okay, it says, do not be afraid. Keep on speaking. Do not be silent. For I am with you. No one is going to attack and harm you because I have many people in this city. So Paul stayed in Corinth for a year and a half teaching them the word of God. And that's what the difference friends Mm -hmm. made here. God had friends in this city. Those friends were going to be Paul's friends because guess what? When we're in the body of Christ, like we can count on each other to be friends to one another. And so where we saw Paul kind of going through Athens and leaving straight away and on all of the missionary cities that he had visited, he was there and he left. He was there and he left. Mm -hmm. But in Corinth, God provided friends. He stayed put for a year and a half and um, almost the majority of this time on his second missionary journey was spent in Corinth and this was mentioned to me once and and I love it and it says um, I was told you know we have two types of friends and I thought two types oh my gosh I have way more types than that but uh, my pastor said no 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 you have two types of friends people you choose to be around because they bring you closer to God Mm-hmm. And people we choose to be around because we bring them yes. closer to God. And I thought, oh, I've never seen that intentionality mm-hmm. in friendship. And yet there it is. We have to be careful about who we call friends. We have to be willing to make connections and make friends. But in the end, it's meant all. What is it that for, that scripture says in all you do, do it for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Well, that's for friendships, too. So two types of friends. Those we choose to be around because they bring us closer to God and people we choose to be around because we bring them closer to God. And and there are those that come for a season. You know, sometimes the Lord brings a friend to get you going in a different direction. Uh, You know, if you remember, Mark uh, was Paul's friend and and, uh, he got just tired one day and he quit. Yeah. But later, you know, it 
the things that Paul poured into his young life began to bring fruit. And so, you know, when we look at what we we can't just say this friend is for this reason in my life. We never know God's purpose when he brings someone into our life. So it is interesting that even with Priscilla and Aquila, there you know, there were issues there as Paul tried to help them. And, and you have to think about what they went through before Paul became their 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 friend. Well and we get to and you see bring this, baggage. Oh, that's so true. And I think we have to get over this idea that friends can never disappoint us. Because mm-hmm. we I keep ladies, can you think of a time when you maybe have disappointed a friend? I can. I'm you know, I have friends that have extended so much grace towards me. And so we have to get past this idea that friends can never disappoint mm-hmm. us. But we should also be looking towards the fact that we should be getting better or they should be getting better, growing closer to God. There should be something there that works in a, uh, what do you call it, not catalyst, a catalytic kind of way. And I love that we see with with Aquila and Priscilla, there's a lot of evidence that they were at the Pentecost, that they um, did accept Christ because they fled Mm -hmm. to to Rome. Um, But... We never read anything about them setting up a church in Rome. We never read anything about a mission a mission or a church that Aquila and Priscilla had. But yet, after Paul leaves them, well, after this one and a half years that Paul spends with mm-hmm. them, they are on fire. After that, they do amazing things for the church. And we actually see Paul um, referencing back and and um, saying that the church in all of these regions owes so much That's to true. Aquila and Priscilla. So after this one and a half years, Aquila and Priscilla, they are transformed. And it was because of Aquila and, and Priscilla that Paul was able to stay and achieve what he did in Corinth. You know, friends make such a profound difference in our lives. Uh, you know, I can think of of so many of my friends that have impacted me in different ways. And I think friends come into our lives, you know, I have such different friends. Uh, some of my best friends are completely my opposite. You know, they don't <laughs> I like, you like that, right? They don't like to sweat. They don't like sports. They, you know, they don't really enjoy the same things I do, but they're my best friends. You know, and I think we just kind of, you, the Lord sends you people that are going to compliment you and um, and bring out the best in you, things that you didn't even know were there, right? And I, I think that, um, you know, even though Priscilla and Aquila had something in common with Paul, Paul was single, you know, they're a married couple, but yet they invited him into mm-hmm. their home. Um, just so many factors here, and you know, they they invited him knowing that there could be danger. They had already been exiled from Rome. They knew that their mm-hmm. belief system was dangerous, and that what Paul was doing could be dangerous for mm-hmm. them as well. Yet they kind of threw caution to the wind and said, "You know what? We're going to live for Christ." And come on, brother, let's do this. Well, you know, they both were wounded. Paul came from just physical abuse literally beaten and, and left for dead. You know, but it was just where Priscilla and Aquila had each other and Paul had no one. And so, you know, location has a lot to do with it, Kathy. That's true. When you when you think about making friends, it, it is a lot about location because some people will say, 
you know, I'm, I'm moving away from my friends. There's going to be no one for me here. I went through that two years ago moving to Boise. Oh, we did and, too. <laughs> so this is what we, <laughs> we give you a hand. Uh, <laughs> we have to remember that location is not a problem for God. It, mm-hmm. it simply isn't. And we can see this over and over again in the life of Paul. We can look back and see it in our lives. And then we also need to think about location because where we look for friends matters and where we go with friends matters. So when we're talking about making friends, we need to think location, location, location. You know, Kathy, when I was coaching, I would constantly tell recruits that would come and and sit in my office, I would say, when you get here or wherever you decide to go, you need to find your people. Mm -hmm. Don't go looking for your people in places that you normally wouldn't look for your people. Yes. You know, if you like to play chess, go look for your people at the chess club. If you go to mm-hmm. church and you're, you profess a faith, go look for your people in church, you know. Um, so because where, where you find, you know, where you make your connections is going to be very, very important. Don't go looking for your people at the fraternity house. Well, mm-hmm. I tell you, that's right? exactly right. I, you know, I talk with my girls, and, and they say, well, Mom, how you like? How will I ever meet a husband? How does that happen? Like, mm-hmm. when does that happen? And, and I say, well, you know, it, you go to church. I mean, you want to go find someone who loves the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's on the top of your list. And it, it breaks my heart when I'm talking to these college-age women, and they're going to bars to meet their husband. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to find an alcoholic? Well, because you're looking in the right place for an alcoholic. And if you want an alcoholic for a husband, let me tell you what that road looks like. But if you want someone who is going to love you and love the Lord, let's talk about the locations that you want to be looking for that individual. And because where you go with friends matters and then what you go through with friends Mm -hmm. matters. You want someone who's going to be Mm -hmm. able to go through life with you. And I think that we have to take that into consideration um, when we're considering those unique um, connections that make a profound difference on us. Absolutely. Um, You know, I have a a good friend um, that I met at church whenever Ashley and I first moved to Georgetown, and um, her name's Karen, and we've been through everything together. We we once joked that since we went on vacation together as two families, that if surely if we could go on vacation with each other and come home still friends, we could make it through anything. (laughs) (laughs) Through a tornado, huh? And seriously, you know, we have. Her husband's had some significant health issues. She's gone through breast cancer twice, and we've been through all of that together and just raising our kids together. It's kind of, you know, we use the phrase, we just do life together. And, um, you know, the Lord, and I met her at church. You know, um, the best friends I've ever had in my whole life, I've met in a good place. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you go to the good place to find good friends. Absolutely. And that's absolutely. what Paul did when he, when he arrived. And the exciting thing is, is that we are, the Lord commands us to make friends. He literally gives us the instructions how to do that. Uh, is it time for us to take our break, uh, Gavin? Yeah. Well, I'm a little hushed then. Uh, Stay with us for Love Talk, and we're going to talk about what you can do to make the right kind of friends right after this. Stay with us. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. 
These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. You know, the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality. And it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. One more segment of Love Talk right now with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinkater, and Kathy Endebrock. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You're here with the love ladies, and this is Love Talk with Mrs. Kathy Endebrock, Mrs. Evelyn Davison, and I am Coach Carrie Brinkater. Thank you so much for joining us today for our program on friends. Paul, in his second missionary journey, he went to Corinth, and... He made some amazing friends as he got into this port town of, um, I I would say, some unseemliness. uh, But the Lord brought him two amazing friends in Aquila and Priscilla. They had one thing in common. They had two things in common. Number one, they were all followers of Jesus. And number two, they were tent makers. But they were very different in other respects. You know, Aquila and Priscilla were married, and Paul was single, and Paul was traveling. They invited him to live with. They, Priscilla and Aquila invited Paul into their home. And uh, today we've just been talking about all different kinds of friends. Um, God organizes the timing. We know, friends, that there are many of you out there who are praying for a friend. And God organizes that. Keep praying. Keep praying. He's hearing you. And he's waiting for the perfect time to give you that perfect special friend. God also intends for our friends to be used for mutual good. Um, hello out there. We should be having a positive impact on our friends and bringing them closer to Christ's face. And they should be having a positive impact on us. Of course, there's people out there that we kind of take in, we take under our wings so that we can show them Christ because they don't know Christ. And that's okay. That is okay. Your tight-knit circle of friends should be those that hold you accountable, though. Kathy, Evelyn, I have this one friend um, that I made at Southwestern. She um, is a phenomenal Christian woman, about my age, unmarried, um, worked just down the hall from me. And I tell you what, she would hold me accountable. If there was ever a time whenever I was complaining or whining or, you know, just down about something, she she would, I, I like to call it Bible slap. She would Bible slap me. <laughs> and um, 
You know, I think we we absolutely need people like that in our lives. Proverbs twenty seven nine says, "Perfume and incense bring joy to the heart, mm-hmm. and the pleasantness of a friend springs from their heartfelt advice." Okay, so I have a question about this because now before she would like correct you with scripture, like bring scripture and go, "Hey, Carrie, you need to consider this." Had she spoke affirmation and encouragement into you? Absolutely. I mean. Time after time, I mean, we did we did that for one another. There would be times when she would just come in my office, shut the door, we'd shut the blinds, and we'd pray because we knew that we both needed that in a lot of times in the environment that we were in and just dealing with kids all day. You know, when you're dealing with 18 to 22-year-olds all day, you need a lot of prayer. And so, yes, we would speak words of affirmation into each other constantly. And I think that's the principle here is that, you know, you have no right to go and correct someone unless you have spoken affirmation into their life at least seven times. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the principle of seven, it's such a, a just a, a wonderful principle. And we need to make sure that as we are going and engaging in those friendships, that we are an encouragement, That, but then we do hold them accountable mm-hmm. to Scripture. And then we do stick with them during through those difficulties. Mm-hmm. But now if they are bringing on those own difficulties, uh, you know, if they've just lost their job because they've gone to, to, to work drunk for the last three months, okay, being a friend is not um, helping them continue in that life. It is to, to stand firm. And we see over and over again Paul standing firm for the truth of Christ. And we want to, we know that, that God is for our good. He uses all things together for the good of those who um, love him and who've been called according to his purpose. And we, we have to stand in that and know that when you bring scripture into a friend's life, that is going to be for their good. And you need to make sure that scripture is used to affirm and encourage and not just to correct, right? That, that is so true, Kathy, because, we, you know, we don't live in a perfect world, and none of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we really, uh, friendship is a bridge across a river or an ocean because all these things are going on under us that we don't sometimes realize mm-hmm. and identify with. But when the Lord connects us with someone, uh, we have to be very sensitive to his leadership in any regard. And the, that was the most important thing, I think, that we can, or is, that we pull out of Priscilla and Aquila is because they were steady friends. They were active friends. They were friends that helped and gave hope. And Paul gave that back to them. And that's kind of what marriage is. Mm-hmm. You know, marriage is just a great friendship. Should be. It's, it's, you know, as I, you know, feel into Van's life, then he feels into my life in ways that I can't do things that, that he does. And so it is relationship. It is absolutely relationship. And that has to begin with faith, not only in your friend, but in the Lord Jesus. Uh, you know, I think that's so true that having that, that close relationship with the Lord really enables us to be in a place to have better friendships because I think that when we, we are not close in that relationship with the Lord, we're not spending time with him in prayer, we're not studying his word, we will start to put burdens on our friends that we were never mm-hmm. supposed to put on them. We're start we're going to start putting expectations on our friends mm-hmm. that are never meant to be there. And we need to make sure that we don't expect from our friends what we should only be expecting from Christ, and that's perfection. We have to remember that our friends, just like us, are human 
um, that they will let us down. They will stumble. They um, will maybe say some things that our ears are not ready to hear or that we would have liked phrased differently or not said at all. Um, and so I think that, you know, I think sometimes like when I moved to Round Rock, went back to the States from Australia for the very first time, I was praying, Lord, I want friends. I want friends. I want friends. And um, I remember him very specifically when I was spending some time praying for friends. He said, well, you need to get ready and learn how to be a friend. Yep. And because I had just come out of a very secular existence in Australia, very focused on, you know, uh, going out and dining and career and money and 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 the Lord had gotten a hold of my heart in Australia, but I was still working through, you know, having my mind renewed and, and getting that heart washed and getting that right perspective. And I think any quality friends that would have been really godly women, I probably would have, like, chased them away straight away. Mm-hmm. I just would not have been ready for that. And so he spent probably about a good 12 to 18 months mm-hmm. just getting me ready to be a good friend and then I really started making some fantastic friendships that have, you know, been with me the last 15 plus years. Um, Well, you you know, Kathy, uh, we never know what God's intention is for a friend. Uh, I remember when we moved to Austin, I was just desolate. I I just, uh, uh, it was just a miserable time in my life because I didn't want to be here. And we had left friends. And uh, Austin friends, uh, people weren't like the friends that I had had before. And so sometimes we have to have that waiting period before he brings that to us. But let me tell you, the the thing that came out of that particular part of, in my life was uh, we were in a uh, subdivision where they were building new houses. And I've mentioned this before. And as people moved in, because my fear level was so high as to who was going to be my neighbor, I wanted to know everything about them, and I wanted to make sure that, you know, they were friends and we made friends. And so that is how we started the little um, sewing group first, uh, knitting or crocheting. We moved from that to praying, and we put sticks in our yard that said women praying here today. And out of that, 42 years ago has come a movement of prayer across this city, as we, not because we prayed, because it you know, God had a, he had a purpose for that. And that's what his purpose was for Priscilla and Aquila. Be there. Be a friend. And they were to Paul. And so we don't have to be afraid of that. So many people are afraid of making new friends. They just like that comfort zone. Well, right. And so many times we, we close ourselves off because we think we're not worthy. Yeah. We think we're not worthy of a true good friend. You know, that that will love us no matter what. And that's our own insecurities. You know, Kathy, like you just said, the Lord was preparing you and your heart mm-hmm. to be a great friend to mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and friends, we want you to, to know today that the greatest friend we can ever have is Christ Jesus. You know, he is the only one that will never let us down. He is the only one that will see um, see us for who we truly are deep inside and love us no matter what. Our, he's our ever-present help in time of need, our life creator, our character maker, our chief caretaker. And, you know, the Lord does such a great job of organizing the timing to send people to us, to send their special friends to us, um, of 
sending people who are going to have a positive impact on our lives and giving us the strength to have a positive impact on their life and, you know, giving us the right locations to seek out these friends. So we'd like you to understand today, listeners, that God who made the world and everything in it has a way to connect you with life, love, peace, and joy, the connection of a lifetime, everlasting life through Jesus Christ starting today. And you know what? It happens with just very simple ABCs. First is just admitting to God that you know that you are a sinner, admitting to this person that you're saying, I want you to be my best friend. I want you to come into my life and, and show me what you want for me. Lord, I know that I haven't done everything right, and I know that, and I know I'm a sinner. And then believe, believe that Jesus is God's son and accept that gift of forgiveness. So many times we have a hard time forgiving ourselves from past transgressions. We're so hard on ourselves, and the Lord says, you've asked, and you are given. You don't have to ask, you know, every single um you only have to ask once for complete forgiveness. And then after that, we renew ourselves through ask, asking for forgiveness. The Lord says, just come to me and I will do it for you. Don't beat yourselves up, listeners and friends. And then C is confess it. Because after you turn from those ways and the Lord Jesus Christ comes in, you're going to want to be renewed. And you're going to want to say, you know, Jesus, I see you. I see mm-hmm. you. And I confess that you are the Savior. Friends, it's as easy as that. If you have any questions about that, you can call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. You know, also, if you'd like a hard copy of a Bible, we'd be happy to get one of those for you. If you have a phone or access to the Internet, you can find copies of the Scripture online. I encourage you to look up the message. It's a way to really understand the Bible in in kind of the way that we speak today. Um, the New International Version is also another great one. Well, friends, we have, oh, man, we've had a whirlwind, and we'd like you to be praying for us, Miss Evelyn, as uh, as you and, and Kathy and, and, and our team get ready to head to Washington, D.C. in November mm-hmm. um, to give a copy of Praising and Praying Across America to every single senator and every single representative in Washington, D.C., and introduce them to our very best friend, Jesus. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kathy, for joining us. We are so thrilled. And Gavin, thank you. And we just pray that this week will be a great week when you can develop a greater friendship with the Lord Jesus. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. 
If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. 